to sit down. Apparently, it's really hard for me to just have a seat. <laughs> have a seat, Sarah. I really can't. I can't. I don't know why, but it's really hard for me. Welcome to None of This is Real. It's a podcast for all things mysterious and weird, such as how we ever do this ever at all, let alone 50 some 60 times. I'm Doomsday Domini. And I am Sarah Sinkhole, and I am so composed right now. <laughs> and we are both crying because we took a break from recording episodes and Sarah watched me eat a salad. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Y'all will never know the glory. We'll never That's know. The, you, between you and my cousin... There are just certain people where you can do the most mundane shit in the world and then somehow you're on the floor laughing. Like, all I wanted to do was eat some salad. All Peggy and I wanted to do last time she was here was go to Walmart so she could buy a big suitcase. And oh, Lord. Then I was inside the suitcase and we were dancing in the parking lot. I saw photographic evidence of you inside the suitcase. This is like that. All I did was just take a quick salad break. And all Just of a, sudden a quick we salad break, as you do. About the PR pants. I seriously, <sighs> I literally busted a gut. That's what I'm... <laughs> Are you okay? Do you need to go to the hospital? I might need to go. I busted a gut. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me know if you need to stop. Okay, I'll I'll uh, I'll say the safe word. <laughs> Okay, y'all, this is a random weirdness episode where we tell you something really weird really quick and then we say goodbye. We say our we quick goodbyes. Say goodbye and goodnight and go lay down because we've injured ourselves laughing. <laughs> I seriously might have hurt myself. <laughs> okay. Can you get a hernia from laughing? Maybe. <laughs> um, do you, would you <sighs> like to tell me a weird thing first? I would love to do that for you. Please. I'm so excited. Okay, I, I'm going to talk about the Church of the Subgenius. Okay. Get ready. And it's a ready. little bit, it's a little bit, uh, maybe it's a follow-up to last week's episode. Oh. Here are my sources. Subgenius.com and an article on Texas Monthly called The Church of the Subgenius Finally Plays It Straight. And, of course, Wicka, Wicka, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I did. I did my bad Will Smith impression, and, and I, I hurt myself some more. Oh, we watched we watched Wild Wild West last week with Levon, and I kept looking at Lauren and saying, <clears throat> "Wicked, wicked, wow, wicked, wicked." It's so so bad what I'm doing. <laughs> so I'm gonna stop now. Stop. Get it together now. Okay. okay, tell me something. So, the Church of the Subgenius is what you, what some people have called a parody religion, a faux cult, a postmodern cult, a satirical pseudo-religion, a sophisticated joke religion, anti-religion, and high parody of cultdom. I'm in. Sign me up. Where do I go? I, listen, you're gonna get why this is all just basically a pitch in just a minute. Okay, so... <clears throat> Okay. Members of the church, though, they describe it as both a satire and a real stupid religion. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, and it has had some famous members and people who have claimed to be members, such as the frontman for Devo and 
weaver of all so many childhood and movie sounds for our generation, Mark Mothersbaugh. Okay. Um, Paul Rubens, better known as Pee Wee Herman. Herman. That's right. Um, David Byrne from Talking Heads and the cartoonist R. Crumb. So that's pretty great, if you ask me. It's a good list. I don't hear any women in there, so I think we need to get in there. That's what I'm saying. And famous podcasters. <laughs> Doomsday Domini and Sarah Sinkle. Famous goobers <laughs> who cry laugh at stupid shit. Okay. So basically their idea is that there's this big grand conspiracy that is at the root of all the other smaller conspiracies. And this conspiracy uses the f- facade of empowering messages that um, manipulates people to become indoctrinated into its service. Um, so basically, and the, that conspiracy boils down to consumerism and the status quo. So that's the grand conspiracy. Okay. So that's they, true. it is true. So <laughs> they, okay. So they refer to people who are unaware and indoctrinated individuals who are falling for the conspiracy. They are referred to as pinks. So right now we're pinks, but I might, we might all want to change that after, after you hear all this. So there's a central deity that uh, is a, quote, wrathful extraterrestrial named Jehovah One, and he and his spouse, Eris, are regarded as relatively evil and classified as rebel gods. And um, they are, the church teaches they are part of the elder gods who are committed to human pain. But in, in um, comparison to the rest of the gods, Jehovah One is, like, relatively good. He's sort of good. He's not as bad as the other gods. Okay. So sometime in the late 50s, or in the 1950s sometime, this, this entity contacted a man called J.R. Bob Dobbs. So Bob Dobbs is, <laughs> is now the prophet, right? So he's been contacted by the god. And he was, quote, the greatest salesman who ever lived. <laughs> okay. And while he, one night he was watching TV and he was given this message of supernatural knowledge and incredible powers. And the idea was that he was going to lead the conspiracy and brainwash everybody to make them work for the system. And Bob's was like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. So the system succeeded despite Bob Dobbs because Bob Dobbs was like. The system succeeded. Yeah, Bob Dobbs was like, no, no, no. I'm going to infiltrate that shit and, and start a counter-movement called the Church of the Subgenius. And so uh, in addition, th- throughout his life, apparently he studied uh, lots of different re- religious traditions like Sufism, Rosicrucianism, and the Fourth Way. And when he traveled to Tibet, he learned about yetis. And the church teaches that yetis exist and that the subgenius members are descended from yetis, which gives them a capacity for deep understanding that pinks lack. We, we are that. Yeah. No. Baptize me. <laughs> Wash now. my sins away in the waters of the subgenius. In the spit of the yeti. Oh, please. So in truth... The church was actually founded in 79 by these two friends who, whose real names, they use, uh, what do you call that word? What's that word? Alias? Pseudonyms? Pseudonyms. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. So these two guys claim that one of them was telepathically contacted 
by Bob Jobs in 1972 and then met him in person later and that they got together and started to spread the spread the weird word of Bob Jobs. It's not really called the weird word, but it is weird. No, that's your thing. That's my cult. Yeah. It started out in 1979. They published a sort of zine, I guess you could say. It was a photocopied document known as the Subgenius Pamphlet Number 1, which announced the impending end of the world and the possible death of everyone that was reading it. It criticized Christian concepts of God and New Age perceptions of spirituality. So, in in the Church of the Subgenius, there's this quality called Slack, with a capital S. And it's very, very important. And um, people in the conspiracy are basically just trying to keep you from attaining slack right and slack is not really ever defined explicitly um except for that bob dobbs embodies the quality of slack when you acquire slack it will allow you to be free and comfortable without hard work or responsibility and it is something we are as descendants of the yeti entitled to and here's two good ways to attain um slack you it's sex and the avoidance of work (laughs) Okay. All right, right. It sounds amazing. So here's a quote from one of the founders of the church, Ivan Stang, about Slack. And he says, For some of us, Slack is not actually sitting around watching TV with a beer in hand. For some of us, Slack is doing the work, but the work we want to do. Beautiful. Hell yeah. Not? Preach. I love this so much. So... There are five commandments, sort of, or commands that you're to follow, and I will briefly tell them to you. So, one, shun regular employment and stop working because to repent is to slack off in opposition of the idea of working for a living. Two, purchase products that are sold by the church, which was founded by Dobbs to gain wealth. The church proudly admits it is a for-profit, thus mocking some religious groups that seem to have ulterior financial motives. He's being transparent about it. That's good. I like it. Yep. That's at least he's doing that. Three, rebel against law and order, specifically condemn condemning security cameras and encouraging computer hacking. So far, I'm still in. Yeah, and this was started in the late seventies. Keep in mind, or sometime in the seventies. Four, rid the word, rid the world of everyone who did not descend from Yetis. Leaders teach that Dobbs hopes to rid the Earth of ninety percent of humanity, making the Earth quote unquote clear. <laughs> Okay, maybe not that one. I'm not going to rid anybody. Oh, the way that they encourage it is like, do drugs and have abortions and like... So, I mean, it's very tongue-in-cheek. It's not like murder everyone. It's just, you know... Oh, Lord. It's very making fun of the ideas of other religions. Like, they don't believe what you believe? Kill them all! (laughs) Right. Okay, and the last command is to exploit fear, specifically the fear of individuals who are part of the conspiracy. Because part people who are in the conspiracy fear subgenius members. And I will end with a couple quotes from Ivan Stang, one of the, the living um, founder of the church. And there's a documentary coming out. I don't think you can watch it anywhere online. I could not find it, but it seems like it's kind of on a tour right now. Like they're playing it at festivals and stuff, and I really want to see it. Yeah. Yes. So here's some quotes from Ivan Stang. There's a vein of surrealism that runs through the subgenius stuff, so that it kind of mirrors the real world, but through a filter of everything crazy. Of course, crazy is a pretty subjective term. 
my early buddy philo drummond the other guy who the other founder and i started out by collecting extreme extremist pamphlets of all kind religious extremist political extremist every kind of stripe we weren't picking on any one group it was just all kinds of craziness mixed together with monster movies and echoes of the really amazing radio preachers that were on am radio in dallas and so i guess in this documentary he's like telling the real story of the church so someone asked him, what's, what is it like to drop the mask and tell the real story now? And he said, look, what happened, look what happened to other put-ons when nobody was around to say, hey, look, this started as a put-on. Scientology, the Mormons, the entire New Age basically sprang from joke pamphlets done by a couple guys with fake names 400 years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, I like I that. Know, it's so good. Um Here's a one last quote from a, the filmmaker Sandy K. Boone, whose late husband, David Boone, was one of the first people to sign up for the subgenius mailing list back in the day. And Sandy Boone says, In a time of profound absurdity, taking absurdity seriously adds to the problem. Confronting absurdity with absurdity is funny. That's what the subgenius does. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this is basically just a pitch for everybody that's listening right now to get on that Patreon and give us some money so I can spend $35, and you can too, to become an ordained minister in the church. And then we can even add a tier on Patreon because after you become an ordained minister, you can legally marry people in the church of the subgenius. Oh my gosh, we could go marry people. Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. If you would like us to perform your wedding. Do you promise to? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, we definitely could. Do you promise to shun work and slack off and rebel (laughs) against law and order? Do you take this person as your partner in crime and absurdity? I feel like we just got married. We've been married. married us. We've been married. We've been married for a long time. We're common law something. Absurdity married. That's it. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready to hear something else weird? Um, yes, I am. Please tell me another weird thing. Okay. This reminded me of you because of how much you like to go... You're just going to look at my neck. Because of how much you like to go out into nature and look at things and, like, stare at one thing for a long time. And Ooh! Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. I got this from the smithsonianmag.com. And it's called Step Inside the World's Most Dangerous Garden If You Dare by Natasha <gasps> Gelling. Gelling. Have you heard of this? Oh, they're already. <laughs> is it the one? Is it like, oh, wait, I'll, just tell me. I'll, just I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm about okay. to tell you. But no, I'm not going to guess. It is the Alnwick Garden. It's one of North England's most beautiful attractions, where acres of colorful plants invite visitors to wander through rows of fragrant roses, manicured topiaries, and cascading fountains. But within Alnwick's boundaries, kept behind black iron gates, is a place where visitors are explicitly told not to stop and smell the flowers. Oh no! It is the Poison Garden, and it's home to a 100 infamous killer <gasps> plants. Yes! Isn't that cool? First of all, I want to go there. Secondly, I should not. I would die. <laughs> <laughs> Lady, we said stop sniffing and touching. Don't, I'll, I'll go record it for you. Okay, I'll take you. a video. Um, 
so the du- it's um, the Duchess of Northumberland, Jane Percy, curates the gardens, and she says, "quote What's extraordinary about the plants is that it's the most common ones that people don't know are killers." And because of the plant's dangerous qualities, visitors to the poison garden are prohibited from smelling, touching, or tasting any of them. So you oh can't. My gosh. Go. No, I can't. <laughs> um, still, even with the guidelines in place, visitors can fall victim to the plants. This past summer, seven <gasps> people reportedly fainted from inhaling oh. toxic fumes while walking through the garden. What? Cuckoo banana balls. Oh, God, I really want to go. I think I can have enough self-control. We'll just have to, like, put a leash on me a and mask. keep pulling me. <laughs> a mask and a leash. <laughs> then everyone will think we're into some seriously kinky shit. I put her on a, on a leash with a mask on, and then I took her on a bunch of plants that could kill her. It's really fucking hot. <laughs> she, tur- she is turned on by that. Don't, it's our thing. Don't judge don't, us. Don't yuck my yum. Don't kink shame me. Okay. No. As part of the Poison Garden's educational mission, the Duchess also grows a variety of illicit plants, from cannabis to the coca plant, uh, which she and the garden guides use as a jumping-off point for drug education. So that's pretty cool. Wow, that is rad. I like this. Um, One of the Duchess's favorite plants is, ooh, can I pronounce this, Brugmansia? I don't know. Brugmansia. Brugmansia? Sure, sure, sure. But it's more commonly known as Angel's Trumpet, and it grows in the wild in South America. I've seen those in Peru, and people were like, don't touch those. (gasps) What? That's so cool. Yeah, like we walked right by them. Are they just poisonous, or what? What do they do? It kills you. So, it's, um, it's a, it's an, so this is a quote from the Duchess. It's an amazing aphrodisiac before it kills you. Whoa, that's crazy. So, Don't touch that. You'll get real horned up and then you'll die. So she says that um, Victorian ladies would often keep a flower from the plant on their card tables and add small amounts of its pollen to their tea to incite an LSD-like trip. So I guess you can take it in small well, amounts man. and it's hallucinogenic. And if you eat a lot of it or maybe drink a strong tea, it kills you. That is crazy. The Victorian times were so insane. Yeah. I think that's one of the weirdest times in history. Yeah. Especially because people are so like fascinated with it and like sort of paint it in this really fun light. And I'm like, it was fucking god awful back then also. Don't forget that part. Yeah, everyone was really uncomfortable and... They were uncomfortable and drinking poison flower tea just to have fun. (laughs) And so I have one more quote from the Duchess. She says, a great killer is usually an incredible aphrodisiac. Oh, wow. Okay. She's don't yuck her yum either, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's she's got something going on. Uh Uh-uh, I won't. Yeah, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you just do your thing, lady. So we can go on our tour of marrying people as ordained ministers, we can also go visit the poison garden and I'll put you on a leash. Okay. What if we offer a mass wedding like um, Mooney style? We say, everybody meet us at the poison garden and we'll marry you all really fast and then run screaming from the garden. 
Yes, that's my dream life. Of we'll course. all get horned up and no one will die. It'll be really fun. <laughs> we'll just have little bits of angel trumpet fl- flower from the card table. Oh my god. This is genius. Look, we're going to start a cult and then we're going to do a mass wedding in a poison garden. Get over it. It's fine. <laughs> it's the end of times. It's fine. Get over it. Get into it. And that's all we have for you. That's all the random weirdness. So I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you also follow <sighs> us on all the things. The yes, Twitter follow us on all the things. Instagram. Please follow our Instagram just for yourself. Like, do it as a favor, as an act of self-love, because it's a, it's really a treat. <laughs> it is something. And I, I do an enjoy making. installment. I do enjoy making these images to to uh traumatize all your eyeballs <laughs> traumatize your eyes just like um, just yeah for real and just like i um i'm sure you enjoy listening to us over and over again while editing it try <laughs> <sighs> you traumatize my ears every time while i edit oh. on the toilet well i uh, i traumatize my eyes you're welcome anyway yeah Rate and review us. Please send us emails at none of this is real podcast at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon. Please. Send us suggestions, criticisms, praise. <laughs> Whatever Mostly you want. Mostly praise and stories. We'll take it. And also, you don't have to believe in any of this. No, you seriously don't. For real. But you do have to believe on yourself. Believe all over yourself. Oh, just like all over on your legs and your arms and I just spilled water all over myself. <laughs> Inside of your nostrils, get that area right there. Get up in there. Snort it. Snort yourself. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>